0: Johnny Dollar.
1: I have your call to the de Los Angeles Hospital in Tijuana, Mexico. Good, operator. One moment.
0: Hello?
2: Oh, this is Dr. Fernando Hernandez.
0: I'm Johnny Dollar investigating the wreck of the yacht the Jolly Roger. The only survivor reported was a cabin boy, and I understand he just died in your hospital. See, uh, uh, yes, but... Most unusual circumstances, Senor Dollar. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Also, Senor, there are some things
2: he told me earlier that I think you ought to know.
0: Doctor, I'm on my way down there to Tijuana to see you. (laughs) Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. Location, San Diego, California. To the Universal Adjustment Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment... The Jolly Roger Fraud. $460,000 worth of palatial yacht gone down to Davy Jones's locker. Expense account item 9, 40 cents, telephone call. To the hospital in Tijuana from a phone booth at Coast Guard headquarters here in San Diego. Because of the knack Paula Zanagian seemed to have for knowing everything I did, everyone I talked to, even on the telephone, I was afraid to let my call go through even the Coast Guard switchboard. But before leaving for T.O. 1, I checked with Jan Penny and talked briefly again with Lieutenant Smith. You mean you think Zanagian had somebody put that cabin boy out of the way before you could talk with him, darling? The doctor only said that he died under unusual circumstances. But yes, that's exactly what I think. What's more important right now is that apparently the lad told the doctor a thing or two before he died. So I'm going on down there. You want to use my car? Well, Zanagian seemed to know I was going to use it before. He'll probably expect me to use it now. So you better give me a rental car. Have it delivered to my hotel service entrance under your name. Okay. Zanagian made no bones about it when I talked to him. He's having me tailed. And he'll probably try to do the same thing to me that he did to Bert Parker. Once he's sure I'm trying to block his $460,000 claim. Dollar. But me? I aim to stay alive. Until I can not only prove his claim of fraud, but see him sent up for murdering Parker and the lads who went down with a Jolly Roger. Dollar, why don't you get the police in on this with you? If your life's in danger... Uh, I want to do it alone. Hey, one more thing. Yeah? You're sure that Zanagian needed money? I thought from all I've ever heard that that international racketeer was loaded. According to the papers, both Holland and Switzerland locked up his bank accounts just within the last week or so. That's why he needs a pot full of cash to get over there. That's why he sank his ship so he could collect from your insurance company. Uh, Accident. Some mechanical failure. Is that what he said? Uh Uh-huh. Something to do with the electrical system, to use his own words. But if the cabin boy was the only survivor of the explosion, and he didn't talk to anybody... Except this Dr. Hernandez I'm going to see. Right. Then how could Zanagian know what made his yacht burn and sink? What's your guess? <laughs> Expense account item 10, $50. Deposit on rental car. On the way back to the hotel to pick it up, I kept looking for somebody that I could identify as the tail Zanagian had put on me. But if he was there, I couldn't tag him. And as I drove the few short miles from San Diego to Tijuana, I began to wonder if maybe I was just too small fry for Paula Zanagian. Shipping magnet, munition maker, international spy to bother with. Nonetheless, I still kept an eye out for a familiar face. Or more to the point, for a familiar car that might be following me. Midday traffic on the big broad highway was astonishingly sparse. A handful of tourist-type cars loaded with families on the way across the border for a quick look-see at Mexico. A handful of movers who were on their way to see how far and how long their American dollars would keep them in favorably exchange Mexican pesos. Some smart Cadillacs, some of them towing outboard runabouts and filled with eager-eyed fishermen. And the usual run of trucks, big trucks and trailers. The boys who made a living behind the wheel, the best drivers on the road, wherever they were. Loaded with goods for transport between states or countries or what have you. I drove fast, I drove slowly, and I still didn't see any car that might have been following me. To make sure, I took off on a gravel side road, drove a mile or more, and waited. Nobody followed me. So I finally gave up and went back to the main highway. At the border, I asked the guards where the Corazón de los Hongales Hospital was, drove the car to it, parked in back, and asked the first nurse I could find, and I should have stopped right there because she was beautiful, asked her where Dr. Hernandez hung out. Hernandez spoiled a beautiful romance in the budding and led me into his office.
2: Please to sit down, Senor Dollar.
0: Thanks, Dr. Hernandez. I'm so glad you've come.
2: We here at the hospital, I must confess, were somewhat concerned when the fishermen brought in the poor young cabin boy who survived the wreck of the... Uh,
0: what was his name? The Jolly Roger. Yeah, that's right. Zanagian couldn't have picked a better one. So? Jolly Roger is the name of the flag that pirate ships used to fly, Skull and Crossbones. I suppose you know.
2: See, uh, I know he was a glorified pirate preying on the whole world. I'm a student of history, senor. Modern as well as ancient. In his small, selfish way, I realize that Policinagin has looted the whole world. A dangerous man.
0: You say you were worried when his cabin boy showed up.
2: Because there was a man who called and wished to visit him. He insisted on it. Oh. see, sí, but of course, because of his condition, we could not permit it. The explosion of the ship had done a great deal of damage to his small body. When he was brought in here, I could see that immediate surgery was necessary to save his life.
0: Well, go on, Doctor.
2: So I operated. And as I did so, realized that divine providence would permit me to save the life of this poor unfortunate. My operation was a success.
0: But you told me over the phone that he died.
2: We are a poor hospital, and usually we're not able to provide such things. But I appointed a special nurse to look after Doctor him. I while I ordered that man who would not give his name, but who insisted on seeing him, be kept away. Doctor, you said However, two hours ago, the nurse left him only for a brief moment, and only to inform me of the remarkable improvement he'd made. Look, and doctor... When I entered his room, he was dead.
0: Look, doctor, I'm I'm sorry if you lost your patient, of course, but you told me over the phone that there was something unusual about his death. That's why I came down here.
2: He would have lived. He would have lived, Senor Zola. Yes, I except know. Except that... that someone got into the room with him during the brief moment he was left alone. Got into him and killed him with this.
0: What is it? A netting needle? I think
2: so. He would have been well again, senor, but he was killed.
0: Murdered. Have you told the police about this?
2: See, and they are what you call uh, at a loss. Oh, brother.
0: Well, how do you think I feel?
2: I was going to tell them what I knew about the unfortunate boy when your telephone call came. Then I decided perhaps I'd best talk to you first. Well... Just what is it you know about him? It is what he knew about the sinking
0: of the boat. The Jolly Roger. See.
2: Thanks to adrenaline and other stimulants I administered even before we began the anesthetic for the operation that saved his
0: life. Only it didn't stay so long. See.
2: He regained consciousness long enough to talk with me. He talked a great deal.
0: Well? Well, Doctor, what did he tell you?
2: My notes. I kept very careful notes in this drawer.
0: What is it, Doctor? What's the matter? The the, the notes I had, they're gone. Gone?
2: Here. I kept them here because I knew they'd help to solve the crime of the sinking of the ship.
0: Well, what did this boy tell you? Notes or no notes, Doctor. You must remember something of what he told you. Well,
2: see, uh, yes. Well, what? That he'd seen a strange device taken aboard the ship. He was young and curious, as all boys are. Yeah? Uh, that only the captain of the vessel had handled it and taken it to the engine room. That he had inquired about it and been told to mind his own affairs.
0: Well, what kind of a device was it? Did he tell you?
2: Uh, like a clock, he said. Huh? A clock on a large box, like an alarm clock.
0: It was set for 2.35. Two thirty. He hold everything... That was the time the Coast Guard patrol plane saw the explosion. I knew that. Why, right, go on, Doctor. That, Senor Dollar, is over. Well, I don't know about you, but it sounds to me like Zanagian and one of his men are both planted a time bomb in the engine room of that yacht. See? No. Now, wait a minute. Yes? If the captain knew about it... Hey, look, Doctor, the U.S. Coast Guard reported that the only survivor was this cabin boy... Uh, surely the captain wouldn't have let himself get blown up.
2: No, he would not, except uh, for one thing. Yeah. And I tell you only what I know from the cabin morning. Oh, yeah, what's that? This trip was a test. Before the ship, uh, the yacht was to go on a long trip. It had many new uh, d- d- devices on it. Uh-huh. Right? A large, tall mast for what you call a radar. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. The captain... When they reach a point of the Coronado Islands, ordered a small boat put, uh, how do you say, over the side? Yeah, that's right. Go on. But in doing so, the mast, the radar mast, fell down, and the Capitan was struck by it.
0: Therefore... Doctor, doctor, now listen, listen carefully. Tell no one you've talked to me. Tell your local police, if you like, what you learned from the cabin boy. Report it to your Coast Guard or whatever you have to do down here in Mexico. But don't, under any circumstances, let anyone know you've talked to me. I do not
2: understand, senor.
0: You wonder where your notes on the cabin boy are? Well, if you ask me, he's an agian and is looking them over right now. Impossible. Nothing is impossible with a guy like him. Now, what I'm getting at is this. I'm a marked man, doctor. He's after me. And he'll be after anybody who tries to help me. I c- cannot believe. Would you better, if you want to stay in one piece. So take no chances. I don't think I was followed down here, but I may have been. If so, your life is in danger, same as mine. So please, watch your step until I can pin whatever it takes on Zanegi and to send him up for life. Oh,
2: this is fantastic.
0: Yeah, sure it is. But outside of you and a girl named Jan Penny and... Doctor, may I use that phone of yours for a call across the border? Well, of course. They're here. Thanks. Hello? Hello, operator. I want to call Coast Guard Headquarters in San Diego, California. Lieutenant John Smith. You know something? Your Mexican operators speak as good English. Hello? Yes, thank you.
2: You seem alarmed, Senor Dollar.
0: Are you Doctor, sure? I just hope you find no cause for alarm before this mess is over. But I say it again. Watch your step. The mere fact that you've talked with me that... Hello? Well, oh, where can I reach him? Well, sure, I'll talk to anybody there at headquarters. Hello, I'm... I'm calling Lieutenant John... I see...
1: to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line
0: lieutenant Smith is dead what a hit and run accident about an hour after I left him watch your step doctor see sí. and
2: you too, Senor Dollar.
0: Johnny Dollar. Sergeant Franklin, San Diego Police, Homicide. Oh, thanks for returning my call. What are you doing in Tijuana? Following a lead on the singing of the Jolly Roger. What else? I still think that yacht was sunk by her owner, Paula Zanagian. You're not alone, Sergeant. Listen. Yeah? Bert Parker of the insurance company was suspicious. He held up the claim, so he was killed, hit and run. I know. Lieutenant Smith of the Coast Guard was helping me with the case. Now he's been killed, also hit and run. We know. We're working on it. Jan Penny, who was Parker's secretary, is helping me too. Get it? I get it. I'll assign a man to protect her immediately. Good. But Dollar. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. Location, San Diego, California. The Universal Adjustment Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment, the Jolly Roger Fraud. The sinking of a palatial yacht of that name and a couple of murders connected therewith. I thought I was going to Southern California for a vacation. You know, a couple of easy weeks at La Jolla, sitting around in the sun, doing a bit of skin diving... Maybe even some personal investigation to see if the publicity pictures of the contents of some of those bikini bathing suits were really true. But I ran headlong into what looks like a very, very fraudulent insurance claim. $460,000 worth. Claimed by an international troublemaker named Paulus Zanagian for the loss of his yacht, the Jolly Roger. Only the crew were aboard when it headed out toward the Coronado Islands on a test run. A tryout for a lot of new radar equipment. After a big explosion that caused the Jolly Roger to burn and sink, only one man came back. I told what I knew about him to Sergeant Franklin at San Diego Police Headquarters. And then the poor lad died there in the hospital in Tijuana, huh? Yeah. But not until he told the senior medical a couple of things that make me surer than ever that the owner, this Paula Zanagian, planned the explosion and sinking. Evidently, Sergeant, the captain took a time bomb on board. And let himself get blown up with a yacht? Now look, darling. Now, not that easy. He'd have been able to get off before the time bomb exploded. If he hadn't been hit over the head by a falling radar mask. Oh, oh, I see. But what I don't see is why Zanagian had his ship blown up in the first place. Well, if you've read the papers, you know that the Swiss and Dutch governments have put all of Zanagian's funds under lock and key. Oh? Yeah. In spite of the millions Zanagian has made off his international arms smuggling rackets, his fomenting of revolutions among the smaller countries... He suddenly found himself without enough money to get over there and do whatever is necessary to free his money. Somebody finally caught up with this international racketeer. That's right. His credit, of course, isn't any good anywhere. Big yacht, sure. But he didn't have enough money to pay his way back to Europe, unless he could collect for the loss of the Jolly Roger. And when Bert Parker tried to stall on settling the claim... Parker didn't last long. Then I came into the picture. I talked to Zanagian. Yeah? He told me if I didn't see that his claim was settled immediately... Well, he casually mentioned Bert Parker's sudden demise. Dollar, I wonder if there isn't some technicality on which we can hold that hey, guy. Hey, Jan Penny, who was Parker's secretary. Yeah? Jan has been helping me on the case. Result of warning threatening both her and me. And you know what happened to Lieutenant Smith as a result of his giving me a hand. Have you got somebody keeping an eye on Jan? I'll get Tommy Golden, one of the best men on the force. Good. And he's smart enough to keep her from knowing he's watching over her. Fine. Things have happened so fast since I got here that I haven't had time to check thoroughly with her on the background of the whole case. Well, it really shouldn't be too disagreeable a job, Dollar. Huh? I've seen her. What's your next step? Well, first, what progress have you made in finding out who ran down Lieutenant Smith? Same story we got when your friend Bert Parker was run down and killed. Yeah? The few witnesses just weren't on the ball. In each case, it was a black Buick sedan, 54, 55. Nobody saw a license plate. You mean there was none on the car? Apparently not. Traffic division's going to have something to answer for. Unless the license plates were hidden just during the time of the... Well, murders is probably the right word. Possible, probable. So forgive your traffic details. Needless to say, we're checking every public garage in town and every car on the streets. But beyond that... Dollar, we're just as sure as you are that Zanagian himself is behind all this. He's not only a man, he's an international organization. Oh, brother, don't tell me. For all I know, you're one of his boys. Oh, well, now, wait a minute. He's known every move I've made since I got here, almost before I've made it. When he met me outside Coast Guard headquarters and tried to stop me from going down to one, I thought, heaven help me, that maybe Lieutenant Smith was one of his boys, until Smith was killed. He's had somebody on my tail every minute since I hit this town of yours. I'm sure of it. But I can't spot him. Dollar. Yeah? We feel the same way about Zanagian that you do. We know that wherever he goes, he has... Well, it sounds corny, but call him henchmen hanging around with him. Maybe it's just one or two, or maybe it's a dozen. And we've tried to spot him, but no luck. Certainly none of the crew of the Jolly Roger were among them, or he wouldn't have let him get blown up. Or maybe he doesn't have any little helpers. Maybe he does everything himself. That's yeah, no, funny you should say that. It was he himself who took out the policy on the Jolly Roger. It was he who personally made the claim. It was he who drove his car around to meet me at Coast Guard headquarters. As a matter of fact, it was... Ah, that's impossible. Can you tell me why? Oh, because he alone couldn't have known about my coming out here, my every movement. He'd be crazy to drive the hit-and-run cars that killed Parker and Smith. And after all, there were a couple of husky characters standing around quietly in the corners of his penthouse suite when I called on him. One of them, six foot two, black hair, and a scar from his right ear nearly to his chin? Yeah. He's been watched every minute he's been out of Zanagian's hotel room ever since they got here. A short, heavy-set, wormy little man. That's right. Him, too. We got nothing on him. Except that we know they're working for Zanegian. What's your next move, Dollar? Oh, if I had any sense, I'd do what I came out here to do. Have myself a vacation over in La Jolla. Forget this whole thing. Let the insurance company pay the claim on the Jolly Roger. Let Zanegian get out of the country and forget it. You'd be able to forget the threats on your own life, Dollar? Yeah, and I'd be able to... Hey, wait a minute. What about Jan Penny? I told you, I'll have a man looking after her. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess the best thing I can do is take her over to Bert Parker's office, have her open the files, and see if I can find something there to get to work on. Incidentally, Dollar, she drives a black Buick. I hate to say it, Sergeant. Have you checked it out? Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have thought what I thought about Jan when I asked that question. I was sorry I had when I reached her apartment a few minutes later. Who is it? Johnny Dollar.
1: Johnny, I'm so glad. I was worried about
0: you. Has something happened, Jan?
1: worried about you. That's all. When you told me you were going down to Tijuana alone, well, I was worried about you. Oh,
0: thanks. Hey, look, Jan, let's get down to business. Did you go down to the office uh, this morning?
1: Yes, I took a cab down there right after breakfast and spent the entire day.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Were the files on Zanagian's policy on the Jolly Roger intact?
1: Yes, why do you ask that?
0: And nobody bothered you there?
1: No, except... Except what? Johnny, it's the reason I'm so glad you're here. What is? All day I've had the feeling I'm being followed. Oh,
0: maybe you are.
1: Because of the warning over the phone, the one I told you about.
0: And you still don't know who it was?
1: No, but Johnny, the warning was for you, too. If you don't lay off this case...
0: Is that the way the voice on the phone put it?
1: Yes, and it threatened me if I helped you.
0: <sighs> Look, Jan, you want to back out while you're still in one piece? You know what happened to Bert Parker when he tried to buck Paulus as an agent?
1: I, I love Bert, Johnny. He was the kind of man you are. Honest and good and... Oh, Johnny, why don't you get out of this case? Pay him off, anything... Don't risk your life on it too. You really mean that, don't you? Oh, you're fine, and don't you see this madman and will stop at nothing to hurt the people who oppose him, and if you keep on,
0: even if it means forgetting about finding out who killed Bert Parker.
1: Yes, Johnny. Yes, if it means putting your own life in danger, settle his claim, anything. How about you? I'll go away. I'll go somewhere else and try to forget the whole thing. Oh, Johnny, listen to me. I'm listening. It isn't worth it to take the risk you're taking.
0: Jan, it's my job. Why should you worry about me?
1: Because I... Even if I have only known you a few days, I I don't know, maybe it's rebound. Maybe I'm acting like a baby, but since Bert was... Oh, Johnny, I'm so alone, and I'm so... Oh, (laughs) my...
0: Jan was a very pretty girl. Soft, warm, lovely. We had a drink or two and talked about a lot of things. The kind of things I'd planned to talk about to some charming girl on the vacation I'd planned but wasn't having here in Southern California. I might even have forgotten about cleaning up the case and going on to La Jolla.
1: Why don't you make the company pay them off, Johnny? Forget it. So you and I won't be in danger from this man.
0: Suspicion. Why can't a guy relax and enjoy a situation like. That? Jan. Mm-hmm. Come on, honey.
1: Hmm? Look
0: at you? i got to get out of here. Hmm? Look, I've got a hunch. And in this crazy business of mine, when you get a hunch, you better act on Oh,
1: no, Johnny. Tomorrow. Oh, no,
0: honey. Look, I'm I'm going down to police headquarters.
1: Johnny. The one thing
0: I haven't checked on, the one person who was connected with Bert Parker. But
1: police headquarters this time and I don't know. Jim
0: Franklin. He said he'd be there all night.
1: But can't you check? Sorry, Jan. Leave me here all alone?
0: You come with me. We'll grab a cab and go down there together.
1: Oh, all right. Then we'll come back here?
0: Depends on what I find
1: out. Then I'll wait for you. Only why don't you take my car? It's right down in the parking place just outside the building. Okay, sure. Here, I'll get you the keys. How
0: well, do I know which one is yours?
1: It's an old black Buick in Parking State 5 down there. Just had a new paint job, you can't mistake
0: it. Here. Okay, thanks. Jan, didn't you say something about taking a cab down to the office this morning?
1: Because of the fresh paint in my car. It was so foggy this morning. I wanted it looking nice in case you wanted to use it. Ah, you're a rascal.
0: See you later. I kissed Jan goodbye for the time being and left. I hadn't the least idea in the world of contacting Sergeant Franklin at that time of night. But I had to think this thing out. Suspicions, pure and simple, about a lot of things that might explain how Zanagian had known my every move since I arrived in San Diego. Yeah, that was it. Get out on the road in the fresh air alone and think of it. The black Buick was parked in the lot in Space Five, all shiny in its new coat of paint. Yeah, new paint that might cover up any marks a hit-and-run killer made. I was about to close the door, turn the switch, and take off when I noticed that somebody, the car painter perhaps, had left the hood open. I stepped around to the front of the car to slam it down when my guardian angel, or whatever it is, told me to take a good look inside. I'm glad I did. Glad I'd noticed the hood partly open. That I hadn't turned on the key. Because wired to the ignition was a bomb that would have blown me to kingdom come. Johnny Dollar. Johnny. You sound surprised, Jan.
1: Well, uh, yes, I am, dear. I thought you were going over to police headquarters.
0: I changed my mind.
1: Then you didn't need my car, after all. No. Are you coming back here to my apartment? Johnny?
0: After I take a little walk. As I told you, I've got to think this case out, and I can't very well do it wrapped up in your arms. Well, can I...
1: Why don't you take a drive along the shoreline in my car?
0: Want to come along? Jan?
1: I'll, uh, I'll wait for you here.
0: Yeah. See you in a little while. Much sooner than you think, baby. <laughs> Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. Location, San Diego, California. To Universal Adjusters Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment, the Jolly Roger Fraud including the loss of a palatial yacht and a couple of murders. Expense account item 12, phone call. And one thing I didn't tell Jan Penny was that I was calling her from a booth right on the ground floor of her own apartment building. Another was the reason I changed my mind about borrowing her car to drive to headquarters for a talk with Sergeant Franklin. Oh, I'd gone out to the parking lot and climbed into her car, all right. But as I was about to insert the key to start it, I noticed the hood wasn't closed down tight. That saved my life. For wired to the ignition, I found a booby trap that would have blown me to kingdom come if I'd even turned the key. After hanging up on Jan, I hopped upstairs to her apartment and pressed an ear against the door.
1: No, no, he didn't. Because he just phoned me from somewhere outside. But he said he's coming back here, and I tell you, you'd better come over here. No. No, he just said he's going for a walk. Of course I can handle. All right, all right.
0: I went back to the first floor to the phone booth and called Sergeant Franklin. You think Jan Penny's in with Zanagan on this whole deal? Tell you this, I don't like what I think. Look, Sergeant, I'm going back upstairs to talk to her again. Uh, talk, did you say? Yes, talk. I'm going to lay it all out to her, tell her what I suspect and why. If I can break her down, okay. If I can't, well, I misjudged her. Lucky stiff. Huh? I've seen her, Johnny boy. What's that supposed to mean? I hope you have misjudged her for your sake. What? Reconciliation. What a lovely way to spend the rest of the evening. Look, you dope. Go to it, boy. And happy
1: hunting. Who is it? Johnny? Yeah. My, that was a short walk. But I'm glad. Are
0: you? Or are you sorry I didn't stay away longer so you could get some help? Help? Sit down. Sit down, Jan. I want to talk to you.
1: Oh, how masterful. Here?
0: As you know, I didn't borrow your car after all. Sit
1: next to me, darling. And let's continue from where we left. Because our...
0: fortunately, somebody goofed left the hood partly open. Oh,
1: sir, Johnny. That's why
0: I discovered the booby trap that would have gone off as I turned the ignition key. Oh,
1: no, sir, Johnny. I... booby. What are you talking about? That's
0: why you didn't hear the expected explosion right after I left you.
1: Oh, no. Then they are after me, too. The warning over the phone... If I didn't stop helping you in this case, they... Johnny, what'll I do? Johnny!
0: For one thing, take your arms back to yourself. What? And move over to your own corner of this couch so I can pull a gun if any of your pals... Oh, something...
3: my dear Mr. Dollar. So, Megan. I feel it's too late. Artis here will pull the trigger if you so much as move a hand toward your gun. He's an excellent shot.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he is.
3: Awkward coming in the service entrance, but I was concerned lest your phone call in the lobby might have been to the police. Uh, here, now. Permit me to take charge of your gun. Just a minute, son. I can... uh, should. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yes. Uh, this is Artis, the man I've had following you since your arrival here in San Diego. You don't recognize him, dear boy? Yeah, I keep him from seeing me. You never know I follow him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Artis, you've been pretty good
0: at it. But as long as we've been introduced now, why don't we shake hands? All right, all right, shoot.
3: Sure. Oh, Andy Wood, my boy. Andy, I believe you call it a silencer. Would obviate any undue noise. Wouldn't you be happier if he did pull the triggers
0: again? But I wish to talk with you, dear Mr. Dahl. I don't think we have anything to talk about.
3: Oh, but we have. You see, dear boy, I'm curious to know why you suspected Jan here of complicity in our little plan. Oh, yeah. Lovely girl, isn't she? Pretty obvious, isn't it? Now? Oh, forgive me. I realize in a situation like this, it is usually the detective, or in this case, the insurance investigator, who at the point of a gun extracts a confession from the, shall we say, criminal. <laughs> However... Okay, okay, I'll tell you.
0: Apart from the threatening phone calls, which nobody but a chance seemed to know terrible
3: about... Terrible story for her to make up. You off. warned me what? in the
0: beginning you'd have somebody tailing me while I was here in San Diego... To make sure I didn't spoil your plan to collect some 460,000 insurance in that yacht you burned and sank
3: out near the Coronado. Quite surface. right, quite right. Uh, but I must ask you to be brief in case that phone call you made was to the police. You see, with only Artis and Jan left of my staff and crew, I, I can't very well afford Sure, to... that call was to the police. That's why I'm trying to stall you with a lot of talk. <laughs> Thank you. For if that were true, dear boy, you would never admit it. But do continue. All right. I've been followed before. I know,
0: or at least I hope I do, every trick in the book for dodging a tail. Too good. Artis, you
3: shouldn't admit he got away from you. Yeah, too good. But now I make him sorry. Artis, please. I wish to hear more from Mr. Dollar. And I wish to speak to him. As a matter of fact, dear Mr. Dollar, there is really no need for you to continue. You are a very intelligent young man. Oh, thanks. You realize that no one but our little Janet could have provided me with all the information I had. Your coming out here to investigate the sinking of the Jolly Roger, your touching deathbed scene with Mister Parker, your conversations with Lieutenant Smith of the Coast Guard, and oh, she did dispose of him quite well, didn't she? Jan.
1: Who else, Johnny? Who else could have run down Bert Parker without leaving him? Well, you want to have your <laughs> neck. No, no.
3: Artist, Artist, please.
0: I wish to talk with Mr. Dahl. No wonder you insisted I drive your booby trap car tonight.
1: Really, darling, I'm glad that you didn't. Because if you'll listen Yes, I'll...
3: dear boy, listen to me. You are intelligent, as I said before. You even learned why I am in immediate need of funds so that I may finance a return to Europe and free the money of mine that has been frozen there. Millions, dear boy. And as the lovely Janet will attest, those who work with me, share with me.
1: It's true, Johnny. Regardless of his reputation, when it comes to the people who will work with him, Like the
3: crew of that
0: yacht and whoever else was working with him? He admitted that only you and this trigger-happy character
3: here were left. Oh, tools, my dear boy. Quite unlike the the intelligent colleagues such as yourself and Janet, whom I wish to to keep close to me. Oh, artist boy, that means you better watch your step. What do you mean? Nothing, Artis, nothing, nothing. My dear Mr. Dollar. Yeah, eh? yeah, I get it, I get it. All I do is report that your claim should be paid, and I'm on your team. And you will never regret it. Not only money, more than you ever dreamed of, but... uh, Janet, Janet, my pearl. You do like our Mr. Dollar, do you now? You dirty
0: robber. Oh, that's right. You admit you sank the Jolly Roger yourselves and again. Yeah, but of course. And all the men who went down with it. Uh, what had to be done? Even a little to... cabin Oh, boy. yes.
3: Yes, dear boy, yes. Both he and the crew on the Jolly Roger were in danger of upsetting my plans. They had to be eliminated. But you, dear man, please, do not stand in my way. Much as I like and respect you, if you do... You will leave me no choice but to eliminate you, even as I had to rid myself of Parker, the Lieutenant Smith, the cabin boy. Look, son again. What if I were to say, "Okay, I'll go along with it"? Ah uh-huh.
0: To say the least, it would get me out of this present pickle I'm in. Ah, and much more. I still wish that gorilla of yours would aim his gun the other way. Oh, Artes, I think you might relax a bit for the moment.
3: But I watch you. Go on, dear boy.
0: Okay. What kind of assurance do you think you'd have that I wouldn't double-cross
3: you? Uh, There is the factor of fear. Fear? Oh, my dear, dear man, don't you see? The choice is as simple as this, and the choice is yours. You either accept my offer now, or you accept a bullet from Artis gone. The latter I would regret exceedingly. Not only because of you, I like you but because it would mean temporary interruption of my plans, a quick trip across the border to avoid being found when your body is discovered, and and the necessity of devising some other means for attaining passage to Europe. But far more formidable problems have been overcome many times. Dear Mr. Dollar, I do not wish to have to discuss this further. So tell me... Zanagan, I have good news. Yes? For me, not for you. You mean you refuse? No, dear boy. No,
0: I mean you aren't going to have to discuss this any further. You won't be able to. But, my dear... Much as I'd like to tie up this case with a big fancy ending, a real dramatic tagline... I do not understand all you, All of your long-winded confession a minute ago might just as well have been stated in court. What? As a matter of fact, you'll probably hear it in court, word for word. I do not understand. You and this homely trigger man of yours aren't the only ones who know about the service entrance of this apartment. What do you mean? You may as well give up quietly because the gentleman standing in the doorway directly behind no. you... ...is Sergeant Franklin of the San Diego... Oh, no, you don't, Artie. Thanks, Sergeant. What a mess. Better tie up this gorilla, boys. Okay. I'm glad you took the hint and came over. You know my call was being listened to. Well, I kind of thought so. Well, no more as an egg in. Dead? Yeah. I a slug from this big monkey's gun. If I'd known he was that bad a shot, I might have tried to jump him earlier. Come on, Artis. Up. After yep, the way you hit him, he'll sleep for a long time. Where? Well.
1: Johnny. Huh? Johnny, listen to me. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
0: Expense account item 14, 217.50, hotel in San Diego, incidentals and plane fare, back to New York and Hartford. Expense account subtotal, 523.23. I'll give you the rest when I finish my vacation in La Jolla, the one you promised me. Remarks? The fabulous crooked empire of Paulus Zenegian is kaput, the same way it happens when every man who tries to break the rules of international law and order. He might almost have called it death by his own hand. Though of course, little Artie will be made to pay for it. Jan, same thing, I guess. Ah, uh, why do they do it? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
3: Now here's our star to tell you about next week's exciting story. Next
0: week, vacation and a beautiful romance that turned out to be a prelude to murder. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.